0: Oh, God, I love this song. This is Pulp, Jarvis Cocker. Common People, you know that song, Waylon? No. Oh, you don't know Common People?
1: Maybe once the... She
0: said, I want to date with common people. I want to see what common people do. Oh, it's so beautiful. (laughs) You guys have to go home and listen to it. This is the instrumental version of it. And I was telling Todd earlier, Pulp, you don't remember Pulp I guess, but nope. they were a big Britpop band in like 93 94 with Oasis and Blur. Hmm. And this band started in 1978. They survived 14 years before they broke. Wow. I mean, Surprise, that's I never someone should heard of them. You don't know this song? Common People? Dude, come on. Yeah. Yes, you're too young, but it's a they're great and he's a great performer. I was also reading on the Wikipedia page that um he fell out of a window trying to impress a woman. By being spider-man <laughs> and he was like in a wheelchair for four months like i guess he was trying to do some spider-man thing so this is definitely pre-app dating <laughs> this is like in 1984 all right now you guys have done this before you free associated you know that free association is not description i know right waylon I'm, right? I'm, I'm gonna i
1: should boycott this right uh, now because every single time it, just do
0: better <laughs> <laughs> like halfway through he goes yeah you're describing just things. do better and also please do not speak over todd you know, Todd gets a chance to speak too. Last time you totally jumped. Yeah, he up. wants
1: us to do it at the same time. We're really? gonna talk to over each other. Out, Every other word, Todd will go.
0: Be like ants. Ants know where to go. All right, all right. Are you ready? I'm feeling like let's wait for the music to kind of settle down. I mean, just kind of like it might not settle down. You don't know the song, huh?
1: No, it's good. Though. Oh, it's so
0: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three,
1: two, one. Preassociate. Christmas in the Bronx, waiting for a dream, Christmas. anchor that holds you down, the weight. <laughs> <laughs> tangerine dreams, <laughs> floating on a sea of dreams, sea biscuit rides a donkey, this sounds like you're
0: describing this picture, <laughs> <laughs> becoming it's one with system. all that is. <laughs> Better, (laughs) folks, if you could only see this. I mean, you don't need to see it because they basically mention every (laughs) item on here. There's an anchor, a Christmas tree, a sea... The only thing the they king. didn't mention was the king. They mentioned it now. That's terrible. That's terrible. You know, I have to say, I like it better than Waylon's last free association, which felt totally scripted. Oh, yeah. Like not he okay, had this, man. like, like yeah, sheet. It like, written on was my <laughs> It's on my
1: leg. That's why I wear uh, I've shorts. stressed
0: him out so bad. You guys want a group grade or individual grades? It's going to be bad either way, so. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's tank together. Yes. All right. 72, man.
1: 72? I think the
0: listeners out there. I think that's
1: mine. My uh, dating app profile number too. That's my grade on Tinder.
0: Uh, is that right? Could do you, cool get, do you get graded on C? these no, no.
1: apps? That would be tough. The algorithm probably does. No, they definitely not. They don't yeah. tell
2: you, but I, I think they talk about it in the, the article, right? They, there was some number. Is that right? Oh, yeah. the coefficient. Yeah, the coefficient. some yeah. coefficient. They got a lot of blow, They got a lot of uh, blowback
1: for that, right? Because they mm. put it on their blog. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and then they, hey took guys, it off. you're never gonna get a date. Yeah, huge. There's the data and science behind <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. They
0: then took luck. it off their blog. Yep. swiping. So here's my thing with you, Waylon, and I'm just gonna say it. Um, you keep dating women who live 60 miles away in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Like he Connecticut, I, yeah. I haven't, he, haven't done that in oh, Come on, there was like three people in a row that were from Connecticut. I haven't done that in a while. Now, should I tell them about my... I really screwed this yeah. up, Todd. Listen yeah. to Connecticut's this. Connecticut's
1: like, like my least favorite state, too. So these girls were Oh, really? Careful. We're, nice.
0: can, they can hear us in Connecticut. The signal's pretty good. I know. Why yeah. don't you like Connecticut? I
1: lived there. I'm back now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Massachusetts isn't exactly... Yeah, going I, to visit Todd in Connecticut was like... The even it was just nation. over the
1: border, it was like...
0: It is interestingly different. Like it has a very really distinct shop. style. It yeah. really does, and you can see it in the airport. Like it's people who have like really like new clothes, and then there's <laughs> new like, clothes. no, it's true. And then you're like, you just, <laughs> and then you're like, that person's from the valley because their clothes aren't brand new. They're kind of dirty and like they're all scruffy. But people in Connecticut, like it's all like chilliest golfing wear, and every, they look good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but it's a distinct culture. It's yeah, distinct from Western yeah. Mass. They're keeping up with the Joneses down there. Uh, we're in the, you we're know, in we keep up here. with the Joneses, too. We it's do. It's just different. We, we do. It's different. I have this conspiracy theory about kayak racks. You see kayak racks yeah. all over the place, but you never see kayaks in them. I'm convinced <laughs> that's a status symbol. <laughs> like, I'm hot on the heels of that investigation. So this is what happened, if I can tell Waylon. Yeah, I saw... Ahead and a very attractive young woman on a plane and happened to sit next to her with my son, Rocky. And she seemed really cool in so many ways. And this, she was going down to Florida and as was I, obviously, this is all unbeknownst to me, by the way, kind of, although I did text you right Mm -hmm. after I, I, we took the flight down at the same time. And then I think I texted Waylon. I had some sense that she was going to come back on the same flight. I think I had confirmed that actually. And, I said, Waylon, well, you know, there's this very attractive woman and I I, I think, like, I never do this, but I kind of want to set you up. And so a couple of days later, we're back in the airport in Florida and sure enough, she's there. And I'm like, Robin, come over with me. You know, I had ta- spoken with her, but I didn't want to go over alone because it felt that felt weird. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't figure out how to, to do it. And so I, w- <laughs> I made the mistake of, what did I do? I can't even remember. I gave you her. I gave her your information. Yeah, that's what. Did I she Did she contact no.
1: you? No, <laughs> <laughs> she's probably like, "Who is this hobbit?"
2: Wait, but even then, that's still like, if you're if you're dating, dating one hundred and one is just, you need you need to get their information. Well, no, but I can't the give one... them yours and be like, "Okay, contact me," because we're well, never going right. to
0: call. Well, that's right. I mean, I really screwed it up. Uh, but I felt like it was too forward to ask for her phone number. Like well, also, I'm not even you. I'm not yeah, the that, person.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty I, forward. Know, I
0: talked you up. I said what a great guy you were, and all this stuff. Well, the other
1: thing is tell tell him what your what what she did and everything. It was like what? <laughs> she was like a she was like a powerhouse. No, like, she wasn't. Like I uh, thought she was like an, a um, financial manager no, somewhere. No, she
0: worked for an insurance company in Hartford. She was very cool, and I, I do think it would have been a. At least a, a prospect. And I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't thought so. You know, I know you pretty well. I think that she was quite cool, honestly.
1: But not a um, teacher.
0: Maybe she's listening. Are you only mm. date teachers? Is that on your filter on your dating app? If, That's it, it, if, it, what,
1: if, if I could do that. It's a top filter. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a very big bonus. Yeah. I would say it a very big bonus to have the same type of schedule and everything. But yep. it's not a deal breaker. Okay. Not a deal
2: breaker, but maybe you're waiting for it.
1: So, well, we don't know. We, we don't know. know. We don't know. All you have to do is download the Whalen app. Well, it's definitely available. Available on the but, but app Whelan, store. But uh, Whalen,
0: honestly, do you ever do you ever wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat and like I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna settle down. I'm not gonna meet people. I'm not
1: gonna have kids. Well, no, the biggest concern is that the psychology behind it is actually inverted, and, and that concerns me. The older I get. The actually more picky I become, which is mm-hmm. right. not You've the way it should be. You know, yeah. like it's like Why? I'm more
0: Why are you more picky? Because I think the article talks about this as an effect of the app itself that it makes you this
1: way. I don't know. I just think patience is a virtue and I think that there's there's you know obviously relationships in in my life that i've been in i've understood i've taken and extracted like the good things from them and i understand myself better from that and now mm. if i don't Imme- if, if one doesn't it's immediately so see those things, or or has like a f- like, if you see a, like some red flags there, then it's easier to oh, to kind to gotta bounce out and be like, okay, feel like I've, I've been down that road before.
0: I feel like that's a dangerous.
1: Oh no, it's definitely a dangerous thing to do. I, I mean, the the end result, of, the end result of
2: that is you you end a relationship sometimes before it even yeah, starts early and stuff. Yeah, for you sure. You know, I think, and again, maybe we're like. You know, going down a a different (laughs) path here, and we're very much focused on on love life. But I think this is the love life show of me right now.
0: (laughs) Well, inevitably, because you're on these apps. Yeah,
2: but I think I think you know we're that type of thinking tends to go and, and again, maybe it is the app that is facilitating that like that idea of, of shopping around, right? So here now you, you you've gotten more selective again, and it might be partly because you now have the option to see um, just such a large, Amount of people that you could potentially go on a date with. The problem, though, again, if we're going back to analyzing what's going on with you, is no relationship. No relationship happens without some type of work, right? Or when a red flag comes up. Again, uh, define red flag. Right? What What is a red oh, flag? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> so I get breathing to Breathing, <laughs> breathing too heavy. Like <laughs> I'm seeing Wayland. just for I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to really <laughs> bolster you. He's doing great. I'm just
1: thinking of any, like, you know, like years down the road and all of a sudden, like, I get into a serious relationship and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, honey, what was, what's the name of that show? I'm going to start listening from the beginning. I'm like, no, <laughs> stop. <Yeah>. Please stop. <laughs> We're all stuck
0: and on this show.
1: It's. I love For the fact that we're broadcasting this on WMUA, broadcasting it to a, a whole it's bunch true. of <laughs> it's your like, dating pool, your only like likely dating early pool, 20s oh, early twenties no. to early thirties girls. Well, yeah, who are like, wow, what's wrong
0: with that? guy They're intrigued yeah. now. Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're uh. you're a catch, and that and I actually think that could be part of the problem as well. Uh, they talk about um, people seeing themselves economically. You know, that that becomes a kind of a marketplace. I lived in New York uh, for 20 years, and New York is a huge dating pool. Like, it's kind of the original app. Yeah. This, and they've been talking about that in New York way before the Internet, you know, is that the amount of choices are just unbelievable in New York because you've got 8 million people within the city borders. So your chance to self-select becomes way higher And I mean, I've really noticed that just in terms of friendships, like my friends in New York were carved right out of the sliver that I'm in. Like they were total soulmates, kinsmen, because there were so many people around. You could actually do that. And that was positive in a lot of ways. But um, I've seen that um, with both men and women in New York where they're almost so much of a catch. Uh, You know, they're either so attractive or so accomplished that they get almost stuck on the co- their own commodity. That is to say, they see themselves as a commodity that needs to be properly handled and invested, and it, it can become a, kind of a bind. That is to say, there's no settling. Right, you don't settle. And that's what you were kind of saying just you're a couple of minutes right ago. right, Norm.
1: I am so tall and handsome and rich that <laughs> I am a catch. <laughs> well, you're a catch. Definitely a catch. <laughs> no no doubt no about that. that. When, when I go catch, out in my stilettos, okay? There's no
0: question you're a catch, Waylon. No a catch. I rule the roost. Do you see what I'm saying, though? I've definitely seen saying, those I'm people. I'm not accusing you of that. No, but I've definitely I am... seen
1: those people, but I think that the psychology behind it is actually... One, it's themselves preventing themselves from, like, actually going out and kind of pursuing that happiness or that commitment. But also, people see that side of them and it and it detracts from them as well. We can. So, an individual wants to maybe have a temporary relationship with that person. It's, it would seem be the same type of thing of, as, like, almost celebrity-esque, where you're like, oh, my God, I, you know, hooked up with so-and-so, like... That that celebrity, right? There's a certain mm-hmm. kind of status that, even for that very brief time, like they were in a, they acknowledged you. Yeah, I think that it's like somewhere intermediate. It's it's somewhere in the middle of all of that where it's it's not a celebrity for like it's not Derek Jeter having a one night stand and then give you a gift basket on the way out. What the he hell? He does that. About? Go look at Go look it up. <laughs> the guy Derek Jeter would make like gift baskets for like women and like be like oh yeah like thanks for staying with me and like send them on their way and it's somewhere like it's not that but it's somewhere in the. they're kind of in this weird nebulous
0: well okay i might be talking i just want to say that my friend peter dated princess leia for a couple months carrie fisher like
1: see this is what we're talking about that's pretty impressive yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, what i'm talking about though imagine it in terms of employment if I'm a very skilled and smart person, I want to be employed at the absolute best place to be employed. I don't want to settle for something in the middle, even though that might make sense. Or think of high school students who are really high performing. You know, they might might be way better off going to a mo- much more moderate school and going into the honors program than going to Harvard. Like, like their actual, so this is actually a good way yeah. of framing it. Like their life and their future and all kind of, Happiness indexes would be better served by going one step down
1: because then they're the top dog at the uh, one step down. For all kinds of reasons, and of, I
0: just feel like that can happen too with people when they yeah. date that they they're always maximizing what they can optimally go for, but that's not always the best thing for them or at all. And this is the marketplace, Todd. Yeah,
2: no, no. I think I think you really you know point out that a big part of 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 this conversation comes in it relies on understanding more than just these metrics that we're using to rate ourselves like treating ourselves as a commodity and how mm-hmm. we value ourselves and say we 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 are uh you know a 9 out of a 10 or a 10 out of a 10 and the the market should view us that way um but if we value ourselves as a 10 out of 10 and then we date people that we hope perceive us that way, are we actually, again, you know, finding something organically that actually meets more than the metrics that we've selected to be the best? Right? Do we somehow select the wrong metrics? Yeah. Right. So yes. have we found have we found ourselves in a place where we we added filters to our dating app Social and conditioning. Right. All these different things that sort of um, down-select the population and sort of don't take into account sort of the the beauty and, and the more serendipitous type uh, scenario where you've just kind of, you fall into something that you never could have anticipated, right? You never would guess that this person who goes against everything that you thought you believed in, and you learn more about yourself through that relationship than you ever would have, um, you know, by parsing it down to some dating app
1: filter. Yeah, I'm gonna flip that. Okay, flip it. We have been, as human beings, judging all human beings on a scale of one to ten hotness. Yeah, for ever. Okay, I think the that is Greeks the that is the, the commodification <laughs> that we've gone on. Okay, middle school, high school, every single time you you were like scale one to ten, how hot? Tell totally. that the other thing, isn't that? even worse isn't that just using that aesthetic scale that we have been using for probably in the i'm I'm thinking like 19th century they're like ooh is that person a you know is that person over there a 10 like they've been we have been judging people on looks forever now we actually have things where you can be like oh well maybe because i'm not immediately attracted to this that the other thing there's other you know information that i have you can't look mm-hmm. across a bar or you can't look across an aisle in the grocery store and see that this person's accomplishments or this person's jokes or this that the other thing or anything of that well information. okay
0: i'm gonna go ahead and disagree with that but i get what you're saying Were they it's wearing a r- Ramon's shirt or something uh, no it's not just cultural identifiers see and this is something i wanted to say earlier i actually um i like strong intelligent women That's that's what I'm attracted to. And I do think you can see that. And I think that's a visual thing, not on a photo necessarily, but in person. Like, I do think that's kind of what I was saying. Like, if you see someone across the bar, I do think often you can get the sense of their strength and intelligence by watching somebody.
1: Yeah, strength. Uh, uh,
0: so good. He agrees with me. I don't mean, know. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, I agree with
2: that. there's definitely certain cues that you can pick up on d- without even, you know, without even talking to a person, right? But I think, you know, to your point about you know going through Trader Joe's, can you can you immediately look and pick out all these identifiers and. The answer is no, probably not. But is that a bad thing, right? So is it... And I think maybe that's the one True. point of this conversation. Yeah. Should you know those things? Because will that bias your decision in a that way... That actually
1: might make you... The, the opposite t- decision about, you know... I've it, seen girls that are, uh, that have, women. you know, uh, con- conservative, like put like Trump 2020 and I'm like, nope. Right. Just immediately. even in, It doesn't matter what else they said. Well, and also, you know, but. I
0: was just... Um, I'm on the hiring committee for, or the interview committee for associate principal for our school. And I had a list of 40 candidates. I had to choose three external candidates to perhaps be interviewed, you know, along with the other people, but vote for them. When you have 40 resumes and 40 cover letters to do, you're actually in a process of elimination. You're trying to figure out why this person should not be interviewed, not why they should be interviewed a lot of the time, because mm-hmm. there's so much to go through. You know, and when I when I applied to be a history teacher, there was like 160 um, applications. And so it becomes this process of not like, what am I wanting? It's like, what can I eliminate so I can start seeing things clearly? Yeah. And I think, especially perhaps for women, if they're outnumbered on these apps, then they're really going through a process of elimination more than necessarily what they want. You know, that the system forces them to be figure out, oh, this guy misspelled his name, or this guy, I would never date a guy with that kind of goatee, or something like you start, like, and, and I think that you do this a little bit as well. Mm. I mean, you talked about that. Uh, and I'm just wondering if the, the volume of people on the app is forcing us not to go towards what we really want but to try to thin the herd as much as possible so that maybe we could find something we want. Does that make sense?
1: I think so. I also I also think that given like just before before the dating apps, this, that, the other thing, just being a person that dated in college and every and everything, there's certain Situations where you get into a relationship where you start forgiving things that you may not necessarily want to forgive because you're like, okay, I, this is my, the, the scope of who I know is, you know, small. So I'll forgive this and it might be part of an abusive personality trait. Yeah, And it might be this, that, the other thing. And so it can go the opposite way, too. I think that the biggest thing that we learned here is that there's a spectrum of everything and that. Yeah. we, were, we were I mean, we're very, It's very complicated We are about
0: to get to but... some central trauma In Wayland's life <laughs> <laughs> That felt yeah. very close to a Goodwill hunting moment So you well want to start met. with the
1: first girlfriend And work away <laughs> from there fellas How many hours are we going to be here huh? I feel Going like home that. at uh, 3 we, o'clock in the morning We
0: were close to a Goodwill hunting moment mm. uh, I was YouTubing Goodwill hunting clips <laughs> That movie is such a masterpiece I mean it's total middle brow But it's a masterpiece as well um, I do wonder I've never experienced this When I was growing up when you guys were just uh, not even alive, basically. The idea of going on a personals ad had a massive amount of stigma to it. Only quote-unquote losers would put an ad in the personals. That, of course, is totally gone with the apps and stuff like that. That's not the way it is. So, it wasn't
2: always that way, though, right? The apps definitely had a stigma when they... Fr- not the apps, right? yeah. per se, but online yeah. dating definitely mm. probably had a stigma similar to what you were okay. describing with the, the the ads in the paper.
1: And I would say still certain ones for, like, the younger generations. It's not... The idea... The best way I can describe it is that when you're on, like... I think it's Bumble or Tim, Tinder, right? If you make a match, it goes... uh. Start talking or continue to play the game as if it is a like video game, right? Because it doesn't, it wants you to think about it casually. It doesn't want you to think about a self reflection where you're putting your vulnerability into this thing and then you're letting that anxiety and fear kind of dictate what happens from there. It's something where you open it up, casually flick left or right for a few minutes, you know, waiting for this, that, the other thing. You might be in a new place, you know, like, oh, it's feeding on that excitement and that idea that it's a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's, I think, quite dangerous. Um, you know, I was very lucky. I was alone for so many years that when I met Robin, um, a clear path opened up, and I was there was no confusion. And so when I went after Robin, it was with a very clear intention. And there was an advantage, and she had been alone for a little while, too, And so, or the palettes were clean, let's just put it this way. And also in the sense that there was, I had a sense of urgency, you know, because uh, I just didn't have that much in my life like that. So when we met, I didn't, it was, I went, I went for it. We'll be married ten years in June, sucker. Wow! Look yeah, at that.
2: congratulations.
0: Thank you. Now, listen, folks. We always end the show with our plans for the week. Chad, what's your plans for the week, the year, the decade, the millennium? Wow. Uh, so for the week, I, you know, I got some dinner plans with some
2: old friends, some old work colleagues yeah. that I'm looking forward oh, to. Cool. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. For what
0: the... is that fluid distribution? Remember, yeah. that's what he does. <laughs> fluid distribution. <laughs>
2: yeah. For the decade like he's a that. dishwasher.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a fluid distribution. Fluid. <laughs> scientist He works primarily with Dawn. Yeah, that, that's it exactly. <laughs> Dawn is your preferred <laughs> yeah. weapon of choice. Now, Waylon, about you? I mean, I almost wonder if like you're gonna. What's going on? What's happening? Uh,
1: play some indoor soccer <laughs> and, ba- and mosh in the pit to uh, rage against the machine. Are cover you bands. again? Yeah, again. again How track. often do
0: they come through? They are
1: playing Bishop's Lounge on Friday. Oh, I don't know, man. but I, they don't play enough. Well, I'm glad, every I'm glad
0: you're not expected at the radio show the next day, because last time you were a wreck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it easy out there. And maybe during that concert, you'll eye somebody from across that mosh pit and fall in love. You never know. Yeah,
1: it's probably the security or the bouncer guy being like, get the hell out of here. You're too drunk. <laughs> yeah, that
0: might be it. <laughs> well, my wife and I are going to take a night alone. We're going up to Savoy Campground. They have, um, oh, cool. They have cabins with wood stoves and nice. so we're going to do that and then the kids are going to be brought up and we'll do Mass Mocha and stuff like that oh nice anyways folks we're so grateful to be on WMU Amherst uh, we appreciate the platform and we want you to find love this week bye bye